0: The following is a fourth-hand production.
1: Remote viewing is a mental faculty that allows a viewer to describe or give details about a target that is inaccessible to normal senses due to distance, time, or shielding. For example, a viewer might be asked to describe a location on the other side of the world which he or she has never visited. Or a viewer might describe an event that happened long ago. Maybe even an object sealed in a container or locked in a room. Maybe describe a person or an activity, all without being told anything about the target, not even its name or designation. Sounds
0: crazy. So crazy that the U.S. government spent two decades and millions of dollars studying it and its applications for espionage. So, did they unlock a view master that transcends space and time? Or did they waste decades and taxpayer dollars on the matter? We open up our third eyes and go investigating the matter next on Hysteria 51. They say, I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
2: I think we're getting into a weird area here.
3: You tell fools I'm not crazy! Not crazy. This
2: hysteria. Not crazy.
3: You can't handle the truth! True, true!
2: Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. Here. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it
3: here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria
1: Nation podcast that considers itself a leader in remote viewing. If by remote viewing, we mean viewing TV with a remote. This is Hysteria 51. Remote control. TV mattered. Nothing else did. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your host and spirit guide through this journey. My name is John Goforth. Alongside is my co-host and the show's compass, pointing to True North, Mr. Brent, Lieutenant Colonel Django
3: Hand. Lieutenant Colonel Django used funds from the project's black budget to procure prostitutes.
2: That's a lie. And to get drugs for himself and his is men. That,
0: well, the hooker thing is definitely a lie. <laughs> Thanks, John. And with this week's topic being remote viewing, I think it might be fun to talk about what we'd use it for if we had the ability. So first, I put it to you, John, what would you remote view? man i i
1: think i'd i'd probably have fun with politicians catch them in their bold face lies but then then you know like get some sort of evidence while I'm there, so they can't refute it. I mean, we all know they lie. Now, forget what side of the aisle you're on. I'm not talking, you know, whether you're Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure we can all agree most of them lie through their teeth. I mean, daily. I really it, don't know what you're talking about. I'm <laughs> not following along. It would be, <laughs> it would be great to be like, oh, really, really, you did, huh? Well, the bum you ran over on the way home says otherwise. <laughs> oh, and I definitely go to advanced screenings of all the movies I can about? Maybe, maybe I could have helped <laughs> Ryan Johnson uh, not have Luke milk a walrus person in the latest Star Wars.
0: <laughs> spoiler alert! Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, it's the only spoiler you'll hear here. Oh, uh, you wondered where that blue milk came from? <laughs> oh, blew my mind. It's the. Only, I, I won't. I won't go any further. But. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'd use it for? Number one, I'd go to Mars just to prove that we got bases there. and remote viewing the shit out of that. Number two, I'm going to go out to Dulce just to prove to you that we have we have underground passages between all those places that you don't believe in. You don't in. even care what's in there? No. You no. don't want to prove that there's... It could th- be an underground th- are, TCBY. I'm just going to prove it's there. <laughs> that there are tunnels. <laughs> and you cannot tell me that if you're the government and you have secret underground tunnels with reptilians, you didn't put in a TCBY. That's, that's fair. Yeah, it goes without saying. Where do, what kind of toppings? Uh, no sprinkles because, you know, it's, it's against their Will they get into the ventilators. I, I, prefer, I prefer on mine. I just like vanilla yogurt with a little bit of, of cho- you know, that hard chocolate that, that, like, freezes on there? Sure. And adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. I thought you were going to say child blood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you got to spice it up every once in a while.
3: Good thing you didn't have it in high school. It would have been like that shower scene in Porky's, only Ballbreaker wouldn't have had the chance to identify you.
2: Five young boys in the nude, a police lineup, so that you can identify his tallywacker.
1: That other voice you're hearing, like a drunk chatbot with less personality, is the third host of this show and probably the reason for its eventual demise. The one and only conspiracy bot. Uh, thank you. Seabot <laughs> is a robot Brent cooked up in his lab to help produce this show. Instead, he spends his time drinking and making it worse. So Seabot, what would
3: you do if you could remote view? What do you mean, Eve? If- they're called nest cams and they're everywhere. <laughs>
0: that mere oh, thought God. is creepy as hell. Don't worry, though, listeners. You can't actually access your home cameras. It's hard enough time making it up and down the stairs anyway. So, M- much, like, okay. much
1: like your invalid grandparents at home, Seabot is the same way. He can't use the nest camera and he can't make it up and down the stairs.
3: Yes. Excellent. Believe what you want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, without further ado, what the hell, John, is remote viewing? Why don't you give us your your go back to the GoFopedia? Tell well, us what we're talking I about. I thought we
1: talked about it uh, up top. People where
0: have short
1: attention span. Watching TV with the remote control, exactly, the, or the
0: clicker, as everyone's parents used to call yeah, it. Yeah, right. Or me when I was a
3: kid. We didn't have <laughs> a remote. Brad, yeah. change the channel.
0: Which our TV had the four front buttons, so it wasn't like I had a lot to to choose from. And uh, don't forget the UHF switch. Oh God, yes. You yeah, know what? Oh, it's a cooking show. Who would have thought? <laughs> or did you did you have the TV that had the um uh the bu- the degauss button? Oh, degauss. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know, you can't. You start getting the the rainbows in the corner. You gotta you gotta pump that button and get those out of there i actually have a coil for that you so know? let's say when
1: the tv goes bad you could also use it to to make your submarine not not visible to radar <laughs> <laughs> no
0: shit <laughs> uh, hey go ahead and push that button and let us know if you get fused to the hull of the tv <laughs> <laughs> So remote viewing not only
1: is, is something to watch days of our lives with, it also is the practice of seeking impressions about a distant or unseen target purportedly using extrasensory perception. That's ESP to you, common folk or sensing, quote unquote, with the mind uh, seeing something without being there, essentially. So um, making shit up. Is that what we're getting at? Uh, No, (laughs) we're talking about using our mind to view something that we have not seen and can't Uh, see with our actual physical eyes.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. It's said to be a mental faculty that allows the perceiver or viewer mm, to describe or give details about a target that is inaccessible to normal senses due to distance, time, or shielding. I like that time because we're talking about space and time in this. It's not just like they're going to North Korea to see what kind of conditioner Kim Jong-un uses. They're also going back to watch the Gettysburg Address or Jesus on the Cross or like, their first dance at the or, Enchantment Under the
1: Sea, or TV shows they missed. Yeah, actually, I've I've worked in media in my career before. I've had numerous bosses that would actually want to count those viewers towards their ratings.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, can we add another point four to this rating? <laughs> I, think, I think I think we, we, we had some <laughs> <laughs> some temporal <laughs> displacement. A, yes, I could feel it. <laughs> I, I guess for an example, a viewer might be asked to describe the location. A location on the other side of the world which he or she hasn't visited so literally they're saying okay we're going to have you like astral project you're going to put your mind over there and we're going to send you to like i said like let's say north korea or russia and i need you to describe where these missiles are or where Where this missing soldier is. is like this child even or describe an object sealed in a container in a locked room okay in this room is what is inside them? They're like, oh, I see um a red rubber ball. Yeah, that's it. Or which envelope should Pat Sajak pick up because you want to win the $25,000. Right. That's right. Or perhaps even describe a person or an activity all without being told about that target, not even the name or the designation of a man, a woman, what they're doing. And they're saying that these people can come back and say, it was a guy, his name was Terry, he was wearing a red shirt and he was beating his wife. I saw him. <laughs> it took a morbid turn
1: it did. Yeah. i did i don't know where damn you astral
0: projection so remote
1: viewing experiments have historically been criticized for a lack of proper controls and repeatability that's <laughs> that's shocking
0: so what you're saying is they don't really go by the scientific method or you know there's no controls
1: but yeah repeatability is a thing yeah
3: yeah exactly <laughs> so it, it,
1: uh, you were successful once. like It's like playing, Um, uh, we, what, what was the card thing that you had us play? Yeah, the Zinner card, the
0: ESP test that we had everyone take. It's a square. It's a, a yeah, star. I got, I got some right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so but I couldn't repeat it. On the show, you and Joe got, you were 33%. I got none. Right. But before the show, I got like three out of four, and I thought, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: So we we
1: I'm, had a lack of. Will I
0: use my powers for good no 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 or no? Even? You weren't like that. We were like, oh god,
1: oh god. <laughs> uh, there true. were that was a lack of repeatability. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. Mainstream peeps will say that there is no scientific evidence that remote viewing exists, and the topic of remote viewing is generally regarded as pseudoscience. There's a big but there though. These mainstream people don't include the U.S. government, who believed in it and its own remote viewing unit of the army. Project Stargate was a real thing. They said, there's merit to this. We're going to do it not for a year, not for five years, for a couple decades. We're going to work on this. And that's just what we know of that's declassified. So, John, the question is, is it all BS or what? Well,
1: because the U.S. government has invested in it and investigated it, does not necessarily lend its credence. They've got a long history of investigating things that that certainly weren't the case and weren't real but they were happy to look into in case it might give them an that's advantage generally on the on the battlefield they
0: want you to think that's just what they want you to think god your your wool's coming in nice sheep person <laughs> wool is kind of that's like that was that was gross i don't know I'm, i feel like i need a shower now or good shearing i don't know one or the other <laughs> So what's it actually involved, John? What is what is the thing that the person, the remote viewer what's expected? So they're they're expected to give information about an
1: object, an event, a person, a location. Like we said, something that's hidden from their physical view and separated at some sort of distance.
0: But why? Like why do why to that
1: appeal to the u.s government well you wouldn't need spy planes you wouldn't need satellites radar you just get one of their soldiers fire up old johnny and have him pinpoint the bad guys
0: man think of all the 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 people that would have uh not have to to be on that u2 spy plane or the uh what the the blackbird and all that shit all the uh, fuel all those people they got sick burning the the toxic chemicals that came from you know the fuel and shit they use that it could well, have been and safe if I mean, they just believe more in ESP. We, we joke, but
1: if it was possible, no, there I'm is being a, serious. there's a, yeah. there a lot less uh,
0: human risk. Exactly. So you got these these two guys, these physicists, Russell Targ and Harold Puthoff or Puthoff. I don't know how to say his name properly. Uh, parapsychology researchers at the Stanford Research Institute are generally credited with coining the term remote viewing to distinguish it from the closely related concept of clairvoyance. So clairvoyance is those people that you hear when well, we talk to a psychic because Billy's missing. And they said, I I feel like he's by water. Go check a creek or something like that. That's clairvoyance when they, they, they have these feelings and thoughts. Remote viewers are actively viewing something. They are given a target and they go after it. But according to Targ, The term was first suggested by Ingo Swan, not Inigo. (laughs) My name is Inigo Swan. (laughs) In December of 71 during an experiment at the American Society for Physical Research in New York City. It wasn't a new This
1: is all semantics about what we call it. The, the, The reason that we got into the game of remote viewing is because we thought the Russians were in the game of remote viewing.
0: We got into it because, like any good thing with the U.S. government, they said we can weaponize that. And you know why the Russians got into it? Because
1: they thought we were into it. Yeah, exactly. Even though we weren't. (laughs) We just threw out the rumor that we were, so they actually got into it. And because they actually got into it, we actually got into it. So
0: we were actually doing this for a long time, but it became popular in the 90s when it was declassified a lot of documents related to the Stargate Project, a $20 million research program that it started in 75 and was sponsored by the U.S. government in an attempt to determine any potential military applications of psychic phenomena.
3: So what you're saying is that you were a, a psychic spy, a Jedi warrior.
0: The program was terminated <laughs> allegedly in 1995 after it failed to produce any actionable intelligence information allegedly now I say allegedly because there's a lot of reports that it's still going on to this day
1: as all programs are ever yes exactly right. if you've ever seen the men who stare at goats the the George Clooney flick what are you doing cloud keeps me in shape that's partially based on the John Ronson book of the same name anyway the whole thing is based on Project Stargate they never say the the, the actual term Project Stargate but yeah. that's what it's based on um uh, and it's it uh the book uh john ronson's book even ties in mk ultra to this whole deal but i mean mk ultra that's a whole nother that's a whole nother uh episode for <laughs> another day that's a story day. for another day yeah
3: larry had been doing research into the infamous cia mk ultra experiments which he believed could enhance his own psychic powers
0: minister of goats gets its name because one of the ways that they supposedly staged sharp was Staring at goats to kill them, which the government says, yeah, we had a guy that could do that. Or cloud busting, which was staring at clouds and destroying them with their mind. Yeah, that's just (laughs) the government said, well, this is working. We need to look into this. I want to see the first motherfucker that stared at a goat and the goat goes and just
1: dies. Do you think that when they opened Harp, they brought in some of the men who stare at goats uh, to help with the cloud busting? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You go into Harp, and there's just a bunch of them going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting, Standing on top of the yeah. antennas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we got guys sitting around trying to be peeping Tom's a lazy way, I guess, with their minds. No more climbing in the trees and peeking through windows like in uh, Back, to the future. Back to the Future. Yeah, you could just sit in the comfort of your own home. Calvin and, Klein. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's. Uh, it would be very hard if you had this power to use it for good all the time. Like, just think of the nefarious shit that your mind wanders to when you think of being able to, uh, number one, just view things. Number two, it's not just view. Kill people with your mind,
1: you know? Well the and two, it would be very hard just in general to have some like let's let's operate under the assumption that it's real and it did work. Uh the one thing that's the only way. That's the only assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Uh (laughs) the one thing that they all they everyone seems to agree with is that repeatability was an issue.
3: Like
1: it wasn't like they had someone who could just sit there and at any time go. Yeah, where you need me to look.
0: I actually so, think that you, we you quote need... this later, but one of the things that they said above chance, they're like, it, it was amazing because above the statistical, you know, output for chance, we were five to fifteen percent above that. Which is so, a huge win. Oh, yeah. It's not like they were you like, know. Oh, you need me to find your keys? Yeah, no problem. It's in a building in the <laughs> northern hemisphere. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Actually, Kreskin. I'm
1: fifty fifty on the northern hemisphere part. <laughs> So, you know, I I think that would be really tough because you're just sitting there concentrating as hard as you can and you don't know if you're really going to come up with anything or not. Yeah. Because think about you fighting your own mind because your mind is always trying to plug in holes and plug in the gaps. And 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 so your mind creates things where they don't exist. So is that my mind creating
0: something or am I really seeing something? Right. I actually played around with this. I was trying to envision something i don't want to know i mean i was just trying to look at like i wonder what is in this locked room at you know i was making shit up the bank and as i sat there i could see things in my mind because i'm planting those things in my mind sure i guess what i'm trying to say is great job (laughs) i couldn't make my mind go blank and go i i I need to see this. My mind's going, well, there's a desk in there probably, and there's this. Oh, and then, then you start filling in seen the room. You've seen a room inside of are a you, bank before. Exactly. That's exactly how it's going to be. And so you got to ask yourself, like, how much of that? Some people are just really good. Like they said, five to 15% above chance. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I made the joke before about, uh, hey, find my keys. Mm. Well, if, if that was literally a request, okay. Well, where are keys normally? My mind just went to, well, where they wouldn't be at this time of year. My mind just looked at keys sitting in grass. I don't know why my mind went there, but that's where my mind jumped to. So that's what I would have told you. And then you say, no, idiot, it's winter. <laughs> like, but your keys have been taken elsewhere. Meanwhile, they're at the neighbor's house on the astroturf. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just getting at like, it's hard to. For me, who's not, unfortunately, fortunately not skilled in remote viewing, my third eye isn't as open as I'd like for it to be, I guess.
3: I'm
0: not. I'm just going to stay away from that joke. (laughs) Let's get into the background. So in early occult and spiritualist literature, (laughs) remote viewing was known as telethesia and traveling clairvoyance. This woman, Rosemary Gilly, described it as seeing remote or hidden objects clairvoyantly with the inner eye or in alleged out-of-body travel, which is astral projection stuff, real Professor X stuff.
3: Why do you ask questions which you already know the answers?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mom. (laughs) I know I can't go, but thanks again. So the study of psychic phenomenon by major scientists started in the mid 19th century and early research predominantly involved carrying out focused experimental tests on specific individuals who were thought to be psychically gifted. Reports of supposed successful tests were met with skepticism from the, the scientific community. Shocking. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Well, I, in, in the scientific community's defense, hey, do that again. Well, I can't.
0: You got to understand. They had the X gene. You know that's right, a, of course. And they, you know, so this continuing skepticism, with its consequences for for peer review and research funding, ensured that paranormal studies remained a fringe area of scientific exploration. Meaning, no one's going to put money into something when you can't even really iron out how it's being done, and there's no guarantee that you ha- can actually provide anything. Yeah, here's a few million dollars. Well, they actually did that, but that was the government. This is a long time ago. However, by the 1960s, the prevailing counterculture attitudes muted some of the prior hostility. Meaning it was that that hippies, they make everything better. There was this whole like loves in the air and you can open your mind with drugs and shit like that. And the government speaking of things went Haha, drugs let's open some minds. Open some minds all right. Yeah. So this emergence of new age thinking and the popularity of the human Potential movement provoked a mini renaissance, I guess you could say, or a renewed public talk about
1: the human potential movement in the minister. Yeah, yeah,
0: this renewed interest of the public in consciousness studies and psychic phenomenon It helped make financial support more available for research in these topics. It really was a whole different time in this country. Very ooh, like kind of feeling like people were into that stuff. Right. Um, because anything was possible, as long as we love. <laughs> love is in the and air. And have enough acid. Love is everywhere. That's right. All things are possible through drugs. Say perhaps to drugs, kids. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> that's that's exactly where we're going. <laughs> so the early 70s, these cats, Harold Putoff, or Puthoff and Russell Targ, joined the Electronics and Bioengineering Laboratory at Stanford Research Center. We, we talked about them earlier.
1: How many times on this show do we talk about people that sound like absolute nutjobs, and they're like, yeah, then they they joined Harvard?
0: (laughs) Yeah. After a fellowship at MIT. So there they both initially studied paranormal there, and they first they were supported with private funding from the Parapsychology Foundation and the Institute of Noetic Sciences. That sounds like – like Ghostbusters at the beginning, remember, like when they're at the university, like <laughs> what the hell do you do? Here? It does
1: not sound like a, the beginning of a program on PBS. Yeah,
0: this uh, program is brought to you by the
1: Herman G. Gilman Foundation <laughs> and the Parapsychology Foundation, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, and viewers like you. <laughs> so, I guess one might ask: Did all that research work? Did it work, John? What did they find out? Uh, They didn't find out much. (laughs) In the late 70s, the physicists John Taylor and Eduardo Balinovsky tested the psychic Matthew, well, the psychic in quotes, Matthew Manning in remote viewing, and the results proved completely unsuccessful. But I don't understand. He's a psychic. How didn't it work? If he was a psychic, he should have told him it wasn't going to work. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So one of these early experiments... Touted to have improved the methodology of remote viewing testing and as raising future experimental standards was criticized as leaking information to the participants by inadvertently leaving clues. So even their methodology for testing these things were faulted. When they actually looked into them, and some later experiments had negative results when those clues were removed. Wait, so you're
1: telling me they didn't give them the answers to the tests, and then they couldn't get the right answers?
0: Weird how that works out. It is. It? So the viewers' advice in the Stargate project was always so unclear and non-detailed that it has never been used in any intelligence operation,
3: <laughs> allegedly. On being asked to ascertain the whereabouts of General Manuel Noriega, had replied. <laughs> Ask Angela Lansbury. Say again, Tim. Ask Angela Lansbury.
2: We asked Angela Lansbury.
0: Ah, oh, and?
2: She said she didn't know where General
0: Noriega was. <laughs> She's still recovering from a scissor kick by Bill Brasky. <laughs> what happened to this experiment, these men who stared at goats for the government?
3: Well,
1: in the early 90s, the Military Intelligence Board, which might or might not be a... Uh, Oxymoron, Oxymoron <laughs> uh, appointed the uh, Army Colonel William Johnson to manage the remote viewing unit and evaluate its usefulness. Uh, Willie Johnson. A whole Colonel ding dong. Let's go. Subsequently, funding dissipated and the program went into decline. It was then transferred out of the DIA to the CIA in 95. Uh, that's when the CIA hired the American Institutes for Research, the AIR, uh, to perform a retrospective evaluation of the results, uh, generated by Stargate Project.
0: That, at that time, that had been going for 20 years
1: since 75. Uh, reviewers included Ray Hyman and Jessica Utz. What a last name. <laughs> Hyman, Mr. Hyman. <laughs> us maintained there had been a statistically significant positive effect. Brent, you alluded to this earlier. Some subjects scoring five to fifteen percent above chance.
0: <laughs> is that a lot? Like, I, is, no, maybe it is. I'm just not getting that. Right? Don't you feel
1: like I, 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 I feel like I could accidentally do five to fifteen percent better than chance?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they would call that chance, but I guess, but yeah. What I'm just statistically more lucky than some people because it's
1: not like they had. Uh, they said certain subjects. It's not like the subject, all subjects were in there for 20 years, and they had 20 years of research on every subject. Right. One subject might just be there for a year, and they just kind of did better. Yeah, that's I don't know. exactly right. That's just what it seems like to me. But what do I know? I'm just on a podcast. Hyman argued that Utz's conclusion that ESP had proven to exist is premature, to say the least. So <laughs> I'm in
0: bed with Hyman. I <laughs> uh, thank you. I see what you did there. Uh, thank you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where are you at, it's conspiracy bot? Better late than never. Good job, buddy.
3: (laughs) That is the first joke he has made on this show that actually could be mistaken for funny. I
1: I mean, I disagree with that, but I appreciate the
0: compliment. (laughs) So Hyman said the findings had yet to be replicated independently and that more investigations would be necessary to legitimately claim the existence of paranormal functioning, which means he looked at that, said, nope. (laughs) But, you know, maybe we can keep looking. And based upon both of their studies, which recommended a higher level of critical research and tighter controls, the CIA termed it the twenty million dollar project later in ninety five. So no more men who stare at goats because they weren't going to dump more money into something that after twenty years the the whole thing was, ah, maybe, why don't we put more money on it? <laughs> We can do a little bit better than flipping a coin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Bring back those dowsers. (laughs) We want to (laughs) dive back into that a little bit. In fact, Time Magazine stated in 95 that three full time Psychics were still working on a 500000 a year budget out of Fort Meade, Maryland, which would soon actually be shut down. And the AIR report concluded that no usable intelligence data was ever produced out of any of the programs. And David Gosling of the American Institute for Research said, there's no documented evidence it had any value to the intelligence community. That's a hell of a statement or hell of a letdown if you're, you know, one of the guys who's really wanting to keep
1: Documented.
0: Some guy. They made, didn't document it. Some guy stated he was a psychic and he made half a million dollars a year. Well, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> like, what do you do for a living? on a psychic for the government and make half a million dollars a year. Well, good for you, buddy. It's a good job if you can get it. Yeah, exactly. I'm a bee farmer. <laughs> uh, it's an apiarist. Oh, yeah. Apiarist. Do I look like the kind of person who would use a bad apiarist? <laughs> oh, man. So that's the official report. I think it's break time, John. I got to chew on this a little bit. But when we come back, what do the whistleblowers and insiders say? This is it still around today and more? We come back on Hysteria 51. I'm going to remote view what happens
2: when uh, we come back. I already know. I've been there. You traveled? And we're talking about review. Hola, David. Me, I'm O'Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Um, je m'appelle David.
0: You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same
2: language. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us.
2: I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key.
0: Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like?
2: Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really... Get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so it's very high on pronunciation too. So (laughs) you can, you know, learn how to speak.
0: And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation.
2: (laughs) In that pronunciation, (laughs) yeah, that's right. But it's they design it for long term retention. You know, and uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head.
0: Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and. For Larry limited time, his 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50% visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem. redeem. How do they do it?
2: Rashad your You're oh. 50% off. Rashad <laughs> <Rashate. laughs> <laughs> Redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to him, it all made sense. There isn't one.
0: Unwanted family guests are like fish. They start to stink after three days. So, what's the best mattress for them this holiday season? Definitely not a Nectar. Then they'll never leave. Flip those fish your old mattress and put your human body on a Nectar. Prices start at just $499 and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. A fresher deal than your mackerel mother mother-in-law, right? Go to NectarSleep.com today.
3: We're back! Did
1: did I have this aghast look on my face when you remote viewed uh,
0: this part of the program? I saw you you picking your nose. I'm I'm not picking my my nose right now.
1: No, you say so you were be, you were
0: incorrect. You will be later when I go downstairs. <laughs> oh, OK, good
1: nation. Welcome back. We are still talking remote viewing and it is time to open up your third eye. The third eye or the the mind's eye is a is a mystical and esoteric concept of a, a speculative invisible eye. It's it's not a a physical thing, but more of a <laughs> spiritual thing. Uh, Give me sight beyond sight. So what you're saying, it's the sword from, from Thundercats. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Thundercats, ho! You're uh, welcome. Yes, yeah. <laughs> now that your ears are bleeding. Uh, <laughs> which provides perception beyond ordinary sight. Yeah, it's
0: the it's there for all of us most of us just aren't enlightened enough to understand it or to be able to use it i'm i'm saying that you not me not of of course of course
1: um now if we aren't we can always just tap into our pineal gland
0: well so funny funny you say that john because as we look
1: like funny haha like i'm a clown like i'm here to amuse you
0: well so the thing is some believe that humans had in far ancient times Actual third eye in the back of their head with a physical and spiritual function, and over time, the human
1: involved. The eye- movie was that where they like they really reach reach around to the back of his head and feels an eye. Was
0: that uh, much uh, like remote viewing? I can't decide if I actually remember that or I'm just seeing it in my head because you're <laughs> talking about. It. No, it was. Um, what's what's the first? two of the first? It was his shoulder when in Army of Darkness where he had an eye on his shoulder. Yes, yeah, yeah, so it was his yeah, yeah,
1: shoulder. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But they actually thought over time, this eye evolved, and it sunk into their head, and now is what is known as the pineal gland, like you're talking about. I mean, we've never found any evidence to back that up, but many people think that. So we were going to do an episode, an entire episode, on the pineal gland,
1: and we we started doing the research, and we're like, nope. We just got real high on adrenochrome, <laughs> and
0: uh, just, I <laughs> so mean, we've I ta-
1: time-traveled. We've talked before about... Um, about the reptilians wanting your adrenochrome and to drink it, especially adrenochrome of children
0: who are terrified at the time, uh, right? So. Because it
1: produces extra runs. Right? Yeah. Um, the pineal gland supposedly produces said adrenochrome.
0: Yeah, and it's it, people maintain that it's light sensitive and responsible for like the production and the release of DMT. The one thing that we know is true is the pineal gland exists. There is a thing inside you called the pineal gland. Well, but this DMT is what's believed some. Some people believe it's excreted in large quantities in the moments of birth and death, and they think that's that's where it comes from. And, you know, it's lots of drugs with this pineal gland is what we're talking about. Maybe we need to get in the black market pineal gland uh, exchange. But if you're uh,
1: if you're woke, you know that the pineal gland, you can manipulate your pineal gland to release certain chemicals and give you that actual third eye to to be. To be more capable of remote viewing.
0: If you guys send me $100, I'll go to my doctor and say, I think I have a leaky pineal gland. I'll film it and you guys can see what happens. $100 seems like I'll sell my dignity for 100 bucks, right? Dude, you'd sell your dignity for 350 and a <laughs> side of fries. About 350 <laughs> So glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> so now we know what the pineal gland is, John, and we're not all third eye blind.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh,
3: no, no, no. That's how it's going to be, John. Oh. (laughs) For the love of God, someone (laughs) unplug me.
1: How's
0: it going to be? When you don't know me anymore, I just—I you, think you—I
1: think you need to uh, cut that out. There's copyright infringement.
0: Cut it out. There's,
1: there's just thanks, there, Dave. Cool. There's just yeah. There's problems. So
0: now, now that we know what this, you know, the he's design, done awful
2: things to people, and he'll do awful things to you.
0: And Adrenochrome Chrome and all that stuff. How can they brush up on the remote viewing skills? Where do they go? Is there a? Well, is it a mail away thing? back of school. a comic book. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Luckily for our listeners, they can go to the International Remote Viewing Association. Oh, of course, right? I mean, it was right there in front of why me. Why wouldn't there be one? All right. The and, IRVA, uh, if you're in the uh, know. What and and of course it's international. But <laughs> I mean, it, it says
0: internet. Like what is is the They got a place in Vancouver. <laughs> the,
1: it's like the, the 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 headquarters is is in Prague. <laughs> Well, it's actually in the basement of The Hague. It's serious I was going to say The Hague. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The IRVA is a non-profit organization dedicated to promoting the responsible use and development of remote viewing. Oh, well, as long as it's responsible, we
0: can go ahead, then. I give you the green light.
1: They're an independently formed member organization of scientists, remote viewing professionals—that's also an oxymoron—students, <laughs> and other interested persons.
0: So there's that, yeah. I mean, it, they sound legit to me just from hearing you, so keep going. Uh, they They describe remote viewing as— a
1: novel perceptual discipline for gaining information not available to the ordinary physical senses. Used extensively by so-called psychic spies during the Cold War for classified military projects, it has a long history both as an intelligence-gathering tool
0: and the subject of research and applications in the civilian world. Time out. Now it's funny because they said, no intelligence has ever been gathered from this, so we're cutting ties. But keep reading what they said. But this is what they... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, they said documented. Uh Uh-huh
1: don't they said documented That's true yeah. that's true remote viewing has now taken a long step into the public domain with the formation of a professional association to educate research propose standards test performance and promote public awareness of this unique human mental capacity
0: so they're just helping us be the better us
1: or uh, uh, collecting money collecting well, one or the other one, one of the two who is the
0: guy from um I want one of their T-shirts. Who is the guy from the Montauk project? Because I'm sure he's involved. Oh. Uh, uh What was his name? I- Stuart, 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 low. Stuart low. It's Like I am sure that this guy is on the board. He's like, I, too, uh, am human, and I enjoy remote viewing as something that humans can do with my human and- Beneal gland. <laughs> for a low, low investment, I, yeah. too, will teach you. <laughs> yeah. I'll teach you the basic human skills needed. Uh, to remote view, my wife, also named Swardlow,
1: <laughs> is
0: happy to assist in your human type remote viewing.
1: So, folks, if you've been sitting here listening to this entire episode wondering if you how you can get in on the action, you now know
0: IRVA, which also I-R-V-A. sounds like something you get from Burning Man uh, during unprotected sex that burns yeah.
1: that, that that literally burns. Uh, I do want one of their t shirts. Do they have t shirts? Can
0: we look into this? Burning Man or IRVA?
1: Yes. <laughs> I want the special edition Burning Man IRVA shorts.
0: Yes.
3: Imagine if you could dry, detangle, style, and volumize your hair all in one step. Well, it's easy with the Knot Doctor All-in-One Dryer Brush by Conair. Create beautiful blowout styles at home with a powerful 1,000-watt motor for quick-drying and Easy Glide Flexilite bristles for snag-free detangling. Customize styling with three heat settings and use the cool shot to lock in your look. Ionic technology reduces frizz, bonus attachment volumizes your hair, makes a great gift for yourself or someone special. Go to Conair.com for the Knot Doctor All-in-One Dryer Brush now
0: they're not the only players in the game go john so you got another avenue the farsight institute has been conducting those are great comics uh, rv those are great comics that's true since 1995 oh Oh, you said farsight the farsight Ah, they're not uh they're not really hiding what they're doing there it's a perfect name for the farsight institute they have remote viewed and conducted information john on the following instance, which you and all of our listeners can pay a nominal fee to learn about, the war in heaven. Whoa! whoa, whoa
1: wait! 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 Wait a second.
0: The we, war
1: we, in we talked. We talked about being able to view things across the globe. Space We've even and time. we even talked about being able to view things uh, across space and across time. We never
0: never talked about being able to view things in heaven. Now we have Tunguska. Area fifty one, Roswell UFO crash, Martin Luther King, Adolf Hitler, the JFK assassination, the Phoenix Lights, aliens on Lepidus, Sidonia on Mars—you know that that good old face on Mars, the nine eleven project, just to name a few—and like I said, for a nominal fee, you can learn about all these incidents. Or a cheaper and maybe better way to do it is to go to IRVA. Learn how to remote view and view them for yourself for free
1: oh well, i I'm, I just I, saved you some shekels there i I'm just impressed, man. I mean the uh, so start, they started off with the war in heaven, although like, I will say there there's a bit of an implication here. the war in heaven. I didn't know there was a war currently going on in heaven.
0: Well, see, there was they're looking back at it. That's when have't you heard of the fallen one? You know, Wait. he goes by the name of, what, what? what's his name again? Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say it.
1: They weren't specific about that. <laughs> I didn't now, know. You know what? I don't
0: know for sure either. I didn't pay.
1: Maybe there could be a war. current war in heaven. Maybe
0: it was a franchise war for between like
1: Arby's and and McDonald's for franchise rights. <laughs> Taco in Bell won the franchise <laughs> wars. We all know that. Come on, we remote viewed that in the future. It could be some other kind of war, some sort of cool
0: war that we don't even know about. That's some true. sort of cotton war. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you gotta <laughs> you gotta look at these things. People in these projects have made some seriously outlandish claims. They they remote viewed. Mars in 1984 and saw people there. They saw bases on the moon. They saw Jesus on the cross being crucified. The list goes on. So here's the thing, John, did this happen? Do you believe that people saw this? No, the government says, no, the people involved say yes. But when they put this under real scrutiny of people outside of said groups, it tends to fall on its face and fails to deliver. Do you believe that these people really saw these things or no? And why?
1: Okay. Before I answer your question, boy, did we, boy, did we, we jumped a couple notches, didn't we? (laughs) We went from, we went from, can you identify what's in this envelope and, or can you tell me what's happening a few continents away to I'm watching Lucifer battle God in heaven and he's falling. And he's falling. And he's, I am watching ooh. Jesus being put up on the cross. I am watching Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Like, wow, we took a big step. Mm-hmm. Uh No, it's all BS. It's absolutely all BS. None of this is true.
0: I So, yes and no. I'm going to say this. There had to have been at least a little bit of, and maybe it was someone who was really good at guessing. <laughs> One of these guys. The government saw this and said, there is enough to this for us to put some money in. Okay. And that's the biggest thing to me that blows my mind is the government looked at this and said, there is enough here that we are going to, to spend the next 20 years researching it. I do not believe that we had made leaps and bounds. I, I don't believe that we're, we're talking to. Gleecock on some other planet, which they say some of the gray beings, when you remote view them, they can sense you and know you're there. Interestingly enough. The government also shot 12,000 shells at a cloud over LA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or Gleek block on uh, vacation. I mean, one <laughs> or the other John? I mean, there's always, there's a yin to your let's yang.
1: Let's not, let's not use them as the, as the pH test for, for or the smell test for whether something. I'm just saying,
0: what I am saying is, I, I believe that you know, for the most part, this is horse crap. But I bet there was a little bit more to it that we, of course, there was that we didn't see. I guess I would wish I had been a fly on the wall or remote viewed, remote, the remote viewed, viewing right. sessions to see what really was going on um in the government and what they, what the the paperwork that they put forward to get green lit, what it said they were actually doing, because that blows my mind uh i can see how tasty this would have been if it would have worked i just don't think it really worked right
1: the furthest i'm willing to take it is i I do think that certain people are are extra perceptive right yeah uh and i think that they can they can glean a lot of information from a lot of different places Mm -hmm. put it all together maybe even subconsciously and come up with some really interesting information
0: yeah it's too bad they couldn't write about maybe like a detective uh who could do something like that you could call him like um sure surely surely yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> that would have been perfect the adventures of Shirley, mr holmes <laughs> i don't get it what?
1: i don't get what? what what is that see about what are you doing um but I, I I don't think there were there were men sitting around in chairs. And they always talk about men. They never talk no, about fu- women no, in this.
0: Or, no, there's always men sitting around in chairs.
1: <laughs> they never talk about women doing this. Um, who actually are more perceptive than men for the most part. So I don't know why they didn't. Tap <laughs> no, they're women. more
0: likely to uh, be gawked at. That's the difference. Oh. <laughs> um, they
1: they they always talked about. I don't think there was a group of men sitting around in chairs looking at other countries. Going, oh, yep. So th- those are their war plans. Got it. That didn't happen oh so 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 that's what's happening in uzbekistan right now understood
0: not a day goes by that i don't think about uzbekistan
3: <laughs> i'm david pumpkins <laughs>
0: that's where he's from what say you hysteria nation what what i mean do any of you sit around and go you know what i think i got some uh, third eye knowledge and uh, i can figure out and i can remote view is it all horse crap did we miss out on anything here let us know How, John? How do they let us know?
1: They simply get on Facebook and they join Hysteria Nation. If you're not part of the conversation, you can become part of the conversation. Log on to Facebook, search Hysteria Nation, and add yourself to the group. That's where we chat about these things every week and a whole lot more.
0: Up on Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. You're going to find all these episodes and more on there while you're hopping on things. Twitter at Hysteria51pod. And I know you like t-shirts. I know you want to look good. Patreon.com slash Astera51. Get yourself a T-shirt. Get yourself a hand-drawn picture from John or I. Stickers. Even be a guest on the show. And any any money that you send us really greatly helps. Even if it's a dollar, we really appreciate it. And if you want to hear your voice on the show, send us a voicemail. 773-669-7277. And we have a voicemail to play tonight, John. Long overdue. We got a voicemail.
1: Can't wait.
3: <laughs> Greetings, spool.
0: <laughs> oh, it's the happy, hoary, hairy host of Happy Horror Coffee Break, Brandon. <laughs> Just going to check up and see how y'all's doing. <laughs> oh, and I also have a uh, proposal for Seabot, if he's interested. My happy
2: horror robots companion, Eerie Seabot is looking for a little love if you know what
3: I mean. Don't set me up with that clunker. I'm a strong independent black robot that don't need no man. Besides, I don't date artificial intelligence created by humans.
2: What are you
3: talking about? I created you. You dumbass. You don't have a creative bone in your body. I compelled you to create that shell for my demon spirit to possess.
0: I'm pretty sure I just downloaded you off of the Google network.
1: Whatever.
2: <laughs> oh anyways. Keep up the great work on your show. It's delightful and entertaining, and I love it. I haven't missed an episode yet. <laughs> oh take care. And as always, enjoy your coffee break. Thank you. All
0: right, so we got Brandon from the Happy Horror Coffee Break calling in and uh trying to get Seabot some action. <laughs> I will say say you get more
1: propositions on this show than the rest of us. That that is
0: true. I think I'm okay with that. that Given
1: given the quality of the propositions that come in, I'm okay with it as well.
0: Yeah.
3: Broad stigma. It's a blessing and a curse.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And Nation, if you can't remember any of our pleading for social media love, for phone calls, go to our website. All of this information is there. Our new and improved website, friends it's like it's a couple months old now. Now
0: it's just improved. Now it's just, now it's just the website. It's, yeah. Hysteria51.com. Uh-huh. And, Nation, here's the other thing. Tell a friend about the show. Get people talking about it because it really helps us out. And you know what? If you guys like being on Hysteria Nation, add a friend. Bring them in. Start them in yeah, on the conversation. Yeah, you can add friends, too. Yeah, exactly. Get people on there because it really, really helps us out. While we're talking about that, helping us out, here's another thing that helps out. Review us on iTunes. We were getting gangbuster reviews. Now it's kind of slowed down. I'm feeling a little sad. I need some more five stars, John. Tear. Tear. <laughs> you got it. So with that said, Nation, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been conspiracy
3: bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. That's it for another edition of Hysteria
2: 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. (laughs) Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?